Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. My name is Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. And the topic of our podcast today is the insatiable Terrer. Terrer was a Frenchman who um, had an unusual habit of eating everything in sight. We're going to talk about his insatiable appetite since this is Thanksgiving. <laughs> He was like Liberace in a room full of dicks, Timmy. <laughs> I would like to uh, let me remind folks that we are a uh, comedy podcast and we use adult language. I maybe could have held off on that joke. Yeah, there, it probably was, is a timing thing. Um, so if you're offended by uh, if adult that language. Joke offended you, just yeah, stop you, now. Yeah, yeah, you're probably already gone, yeah. but... Uh, so anyway, thank you for joining us. It is uh, uh, the day before Thanksgiving here, so we, we thought that we would um, address this topic because it's timely. Uh, and I would like to introduce my co-host, a man that really needs no introduction, a man who is known as the uh, most dangerous man in podcasting today. It's been said that he is an oasis in a desert of despair. The very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as Southern Gentleman. How do you? How are you today, Colonel? Not good, Timmy. You're not, not good? good. No, I'm not good. Well, I mean, I thought you would be all. You know, I thought that you had a. You know, the last podcast was very cathartic for you. You've. I thought it was, and then people got all offended by my goddamn apology. <laughs> I apologize. You apologize just get... about to every group known every, to man. Yeah. That you've offended. And people are mad about the. They said it, the apology was distasteful. Oh. So and disrespectful. Well, so would you like now to apologize for the apology? I'm tired. You know what? You motherfuckers, <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. You need to be thankful for some shit. You need to be <laughs> thankful for the colonel, goddammit. <laughs> quit, quit sending me those nasty PMs. Yes. And um, so uh, Brandy's not here, of course. She's I'm thankful for that. <laughs> She's out, you know, doing woman's work, cooking, Colonel. <laughs> As she should. You know she ain't cooking. Her mom's cooking. <laughs> she's she's, uh, she's <laughs> she playing gonna, Pong. Yeah, she's going to bring some fucking baby carrots or some shit and some ranch dip and say, oh, yeah, I did my job. <laughs> Probably so. Some um, big K-Cola or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some pizza for, play, for flavor Pringles. <laughs> 
but Brandy's not with us, so it's just me and the Colonel today. So, uh, listen, you want to jump into the story? I'm ready, Timmy. Okay. I'm ready. Well, it is Thanksgiving, and as I said, we, we thought this would be appropriate to talk about uh, this guy, this French guy named Terrer. He, that, that's what he's known by. No one that really knows what his real name was. Um, so we're going we're gonna to talk about him because he was an interesting character. As you know, today, Colonel, television is flooded with programs dealing, uh, detailing uh, people's eating disorders, uh, everything from anorexia through, you know, my 600-pound life where people are, yeah. you know, too big to get out of their I bed. I like to watch that. <laughs> it makes you feel good about yourself. I do feel good about myself. <laughs> I watch it, and I, eat, I got a bag, bag of Chips Ahoy cookies, and I'm like, look at you, motherfucker, eating lettuce. Look at me. I wish I could be Skyping with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some of them are pretty sad where they have to, like, put them in a truck and shit. Yeah. But anyway, uh, television exploits those uh, situations, of course. And then, you know, of course, Colonel, we have uh, competitive eating, like on 4th of July. Uh, you know, they have the, the hot, hot dog, dog contest. Uh-huh. So, I think those people cheat, though, Timmy. Why do, you, why do you think they cheat? They dip the buns in water and shit. Oh, do they? Does yeah. that? What does that do? It, so you don't have to chew so long and they, uh, they can just swallow the bun. But wouldn't you absorb water weight then? Well, they, some of these people throw, I mean, they got, these are not classy events to me. They'll puke right <laughs> in the middle of the damn thing. Yeah, but I mean, it's a big deal on 4th of July. One guy's like won it like, he wins it like every year. He's like the favorite. I can't remember his name, but I shouldn't have brought it up. Anyway. Yeah, no, but I mean, you see these guys, I mean, they shove the hot, whole hot dog straight down their throat. Oh, I know. They I make know. Linda Lovelace look like a <laughs> fucking amateur. <laughs> well, um, believe it or not, Colonel, um eating um uh, eating um for audiences <clears throat> isn't new it was a thing uh that people did it was f- a form of entertainment um going back to uh medieval times uh where people were, uh, were consuming uh, for entertainment purposes uh helpings of rocks spiders snakes and other poisonous things. These were showmen that kind of, you know, there was. I think wouldn't it uh, the wouldn't the the, the um, side shows? Didn't they have people called geeks that would like yeah. eat, eat anything that eat you, anything you put in front? Of, that's yeah. Logan. I got one of those. At home. <laughs> yeah, but when you not, got three boys. He's not a professional geek, though. No, but when you got three boys, the youngest, uh-huh. the two other older boys are always like, Logan, I'll give you a quarter if you eat that. Look at that spider over there, Logan. I bet you won't eat that spider. Logan be running over, grabbing the spider. We had a kid in high school. We would uh, he we would give him a dollar, and everyone would uh, put uh, their left whatever they had left over on their plate from lunch and just pile it on the on a plate <laughs> give him a dollar and he would eat it, it was yeah. so gross but if evidently that's not a you know that that's nothing new it, uh, it used to be done for sport um in europe in the 17th century there was a guy known as the great eater of kent that's a title for you he was a, in the 17th century he was a english laborer <laughs> who named, was kent <laughs> <laughs> he was an english laborer named Nicholas Wood, and he would entertain fairgoers at county festivals by consuming 60 eggs, mutton. Do you eat mutton, Colonel? I love me some mutton, Timmy. 
Will you have some mutton over the holidays? I will not have mutton. Renee won't cook mutton. Oh. She ain't much of a she ain't she, she's not a, a very diverse woman. Too. Oh, but you like mutton. You're a big mutton fan. You know this. I'm just going to tell you this story mm-hmm. real quick to me. Sure. One Thanksgiving we had some Renee cooks every year, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know why she goes out and buys a goddamn 24 pound turkey, and there's five of us. <laughs> but um, one year I convinced her. I was like, God damn it, we don't need a whole damn turkey. I'm tired of slicing the thing. Mm-hmm getting rid of it you know the whole thing right so she decided she was going to get turkey breasts okay and so we went to the butcher shop and i mean it could be worse she could got mcnuggets (laughs) yeah it could be (laughs) but she's standing there looking at the um and she says and if she would have said it all in one sentence it would have not been nearly as awkward but she she picks out the turkey breast Mm -hmm. and she's in there and she's got this kind of you know long sleeve t-shirt on but it's a little snug mm-hmm. and she looks at the she said she says yeah i think that i'll take that one and uh then she looks at the butcher and said uh does this breast look big enough <laughs> <laughs> and me oh, yeah. and the butcher had to look at each other and the butcher was doing everything he could to not laugh. <laughs> like, and he said, "No, I think that will be. I, I think that will be fine." <laughs> oh, okay. So anyway, this great, the great eater of Kent, this this guy named Nicholas Wood. He he would eat, consume sixty eggs, mutton, three large pies, and black pudding in a single setting, Colonel. You think black pudding is chocolate pudding? I think probably. I okay. don't know. I don't know. You know the English people eat some weird shit though. I see. I never had mutton. I'm not. I don't think I would like mutton. I've had mutton, but I had it raw. What is mutton? Is that lamb? What yeah, is it's mutton? lamb. Okay. And they don't run that fast. You can just run them down, <laughs> take a bite out of them. In the 18th century, <laughs> it made me spontaneously ejaculate when I bit the <laughs> lamb. To me, now you be apologizing. <laughs> In the 18th century, a fellow named of Charles Tile of Dorset ate 133 eggs in an hour long, uh, in an hour, alongside large qualities of uh, quantities of bread and bacon. Uh, so, in in 1792, a French so- showman named Defer ate a banquet in front of him that was packed in a packed house in Paris and included um, hmm, dishes of tortoise, bat, rat, and mole. Ever had mole, Colonel? Um, when I was in Vietnam, Timmy. You ate mole? I ate mole. We oh. used to eat rats. Oh, mole. Yeah. I see. And there's yeah. Vietnamese rats. Yeah. yeah they're, they're spicy. They are spicy. Yeah. And this was back in, I think, 1992, so I didn't really have to do it, but it was cheap. <laughs> right. It had nothing to do with the war. Yeah, it had nothing to do with the war. Uh, and he, uh, he included, uh, the entree included roast owl. Have you ever had a roast owl, Colonel? Um, it's like chicken. I, I don't know who would eat roast owl, Timmy. <laughs> uh, and he had a dessert of toads adorned with flies, crickets, spiders, and caterpillars fuck you need flies for? What do you leave the toad sitting around there all day? I guess he just didn't, like, shoo them away. Just. <laughs> yeah, just a- so anyway, the, the point of all this is that 
you know, it was a form of entertainment to watch people eat large amounts of food and, you know, really grotesque sort of things in uh, Europe in, in the uh, 18th century. But probably the most amazing eater ever recorded was a guy named um, Terre. He was an 18th century French showman, able to consume his own weight in beef by the time he was 17, Colonel. Holy Christ. <laughs> That's a lot of beef. That's a, yeah. That's a lot of beef. I've seen Logan consume his own weight in Pop-Tarts before. <laughs> it's unclear whether uh, Terre was his real name or just a nickname. But the phrase Boom Boom Terre was popular in, uh, it was a popular French expression. Uh, anytime there were a powerful explosion, and they speculate it may have appear, uh, been applied to Terre because of his uh Flexuance, Colonel. Apparently, yeah. he apparently he was a he, boom boomer. He would have gas quite a bit. Put it in my finger, please. We <laughs> we. Oui. Oui. That is the Colonel doing French. Put it in my finger. So please. that was a phrase. So he, you know, he he he's well known. And and this, even though this was in the 18th century, this this story is pretty well documented by um, scholars and um, doctors at the time, physicians at the time. What we know about Tarrer was that he was born born near Lyon, France, around 1772. Uh, his date of birth is unrecorded, and it's not known, again, as I said, whether Tarrer is his real name or just a nickname. As a child, though, he had a, a huge appetite. By the time he was three years old, he was raiding his parents' small chicken coop and eating all the eggs before his parents could collect them in the morning. Well, that sucks. He would, Colonel, you're like this. He would drink milk straight from the cow's udder <laughs> until it was drained. <laughs> I just like to breastfeed that little bastard. <laughs> he ate most of his waking hours when food was available. When it was not, he would eat grass, rocks, or whatever was available. Okay, and for those... Uh, Listening, I don't eat rocks because they're hard to pass. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, that comes <laughs> up. That actually comes up. In his teens, it is said he could eat a quarter of a cow, roughly his own body weight, in a single day. Damn. So. And nobody likes to see it. They, he likes you hamburger, know apparently. You motherfucker out at the Chinese <laughs> all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> no, he'd go broke. You go. You go. <laughs> you eat too much. By the time, God, I'm, sorry, I now we gotta apologize I'm sorry, I apologize I'm sorry to all of our yeah. Asian uh, yeah. friends. Just the, the Chinese ones. Yeah, all right, we apologize. Yeah, the rest of you Asians, okay. we ain't insulting you. All just right. toughen up. By the age of 17, however, we know that he weighed a roughly 100 pounds despite his incredible appetite and unusual diet. So he didn't, you know, he wasn't huge or anything. But he would grow, his, we'll get into this, but his stomach would really grow. After he uh, would have, if after he would eat a huge meal, by this point he had outgrown his family's capacity to feed him, and they <laughs> you go. <laughs> basically, what him, happened? And they told him to leave because they couldn't feed well, him. Oh yeah. Uh, now he was homeless. At, at seventeen, he joined a gang of thieves and prostitutes. Colonel, sex uh, workers, Timmy. Sex well, okay, workers. thieves and sex workers. Yeah. Write that down. That's. Another group we got to apologize to. <laughs> Who toured the French countryside 
and with whom he begged and often stole food. I wish we had sex workers that would tour the countryside here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Come to us. <laughs> I guess that's the, I guess with back page you don't need them anymore. Well, that's but. true. Do they still have back page? Yes. Yeah. Oh, do they? Yes. Okay. It's my social outlet. Are you kidding me? It's where all my friends are hanging out. When there was no food available to steal, Terrer would rummage through trash bins to find anything edible, Colonel. Eventually. He was the first dumpster diver, Timmy. He was. Eventually, his appetite was uh, discovered by a traveling charlatan who employed him as a warm-up act for his show. You know, this guy's was, you know, he would sell, you know, like, this guy's a medicine man, basically. A charlatan? Yeah. Terrer would draw, Terrer would draw in crowds to his feats of eating. He would start small by eating corks and stones. (laughs) By the end of his act, Gotta warm up. (laughs) By the end of his act, he was eating baskets of apples whole, uh, and finally, whole live animals without chewing. Now, you do not, okay, I was going to say, you don't want to do that, because you eat a mole live, uh-huh. it will eat right through your stomach, Timmy. Yeah. No, not mole, a whole animal, live animals. No, Just but if you eat a live mole. Okay. They got those sharp little paws yeah. and those pointy little teeth. You want to chew. At least yeah. 30 chews per 30 bite. 30 chews per bite. Yeah. The more you uh, know. <laughs> uh, the act didn't always go as planned. And in 1788, while performing in Paris, he suddenly suffered a severe intestinal obstruction. It is believed a large stone became lodged in his belly. Members in the crowd took him to the local hospital where he was giving powerful laxatives to shift the obstruction. I wonder what kind they had back then. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Milk over lead magnesium. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. Doxalax, back in 1788, doubt it. Um, he quickly made a full recovery and offered and offered it and proved that he was um, proved that he was healthy, healthy by offering to eat the surgeon's watch and chain. <laughs> <laughs> to which the doctor, unimpressed, replied, if he does, then I will simply cut him open to get him back. <laughs> <laughs> that doctor wasn't bullshitting around. Tarer became best known for swallowing live snakes and eels whole. Yeah. Ugh. Damn. Although careful observers suspected that he crushed their skulls with his teeth before he slipped them in his gullet. Did you see the uh, the guy down in Kentucky, Timmy, that uh, got up in a rattlesnake's face and was sticking his tongue out at the rattlesnake? Because, you know, rattlesnakes, they, you know, right. they do that to check right, the right, temperature right. or whatever. Fucking rattlesnake bit him on the tongue. Did he? Was he just screwing around, or it, it wasn't like it was a religious thing or anything? No, he was just fucking around. Uh, just, yeah, that's, yeah, get there. that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, you wonder what you don't think rattlesnakes do bite. So apparently they 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 were not you know the crowds thought he was uh, you know fixing this in, in some way because he wasn't really swallowing these snakes. He was crushing their skulls with their teeth. I mean, either way, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's hard to diminish the fact. That, <laughs> right. Oh no, it wasn't really a live snake. <laughs> right. It was a, it was a partially dead snake. <laughs> Um, he was, uh, Tarer was really fond of snake meat, though. Does he ever eat snake, Colonel? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Me neither. I left that to Liberace, Jimmy. <laughs> Despite his unusual diet, uh, Tarrere was slim and of average height. Like I said, he only weighed 100 pounds. Uh, he was described as having unusually soft hair and an abnormal wide mouth. In, <laughs> this kind of turned me on a little bit to me. <laughs> in which his teeth was heavily stained <laughs> and in which the lips were almost invisible. So, sounds like quite a, quite a handsome man. <laughs> yeah, sounds like somebody from Deliverance to me. <laughs> now, when he, when he had not eaten, his skin would hang so loosely that he could wrap the fold of his skin from his abdomen around his waist. Uh, he, so he he was able to wrap his belly oh, around his he old get body. That, he I guess that stretching. Yeah. yeah. When full, his abdomen abdomen would distend like a huge balloon, Colonel. Damn. The skin of his cheeks was wrinkled and hung loosely. I mean, this guy—he <laughs> sounds like a mess. <laughs> He uh, was so his cheeks were so stretched out that he could hold twelve eggs or apples in his mouth at one time. Now this guy's body, Timmy, mm-hmm. it was hot to the touch, and he sweated profusely, constantly. You know what happens to people like that? They got that foul body odor, Timmy, and yeah. ain't nothing worse. I mean, he well, sounds like a real catch, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he doesn't. Oh, God, body. You know, you ever, we, where we work, you know, we have that resource room, and sometimes people will come in and they will stay behind for three days. Yes. You know, no matter how much Febreze you do, no matter what. Yeah. But, and, I, you know, I don't think probably in the 18th century, uh, 18th century, that uh, hygiene was a much, you know. No, so I, when you was known for your foul body yeah, odor, yeah, yeah, it probably was pretty foul. According to the London Medical and Physical Journal, Timmy. He often stank to such a degree that he could not be endured within 20 paces. <laughs> so he probably won some. some uh, I wonder how much of it was, you know, just uh, poor hygiene or maybe it's something to do with his his, his odor that he was. I mean, yeah, from what he was putting eating out. Or, yeah, because yeah, you get people with different nationalities, you know, if you uh, eat a lot of spicy foods or whatever, yeah. you can often tell that. Yeah. Um, now, this smell would get noticeably worse after he had eaten, and after he had eaten, his eyes and cheeks would become very bloodshot. A visible vapor would rise from his body. This <laughs> motherfucker is like a supernatural swamp creature. A visible vapor. A visible vapor was coming from this son bitch. He'd become lethargic. He's like uh, Pigpen from the Peanuts. <laughs> Except Pigpen just had dust around him. This guy had stank around him. <laughs> So, you know, this guy, this guy was worse. He was worse than the decaying de- vagina. Oh, to me. I don't know. That's decaying, decaying vagina is pretty bad. Yeah, but it doesn't have a visible vapor coming up off of it. <laughs> and that's, see, if you had the visible vapor coming up off the decaying vagina, Timmy, you'd be okay. Because like I said, you know, if, if you ever need, if you ever meet a woman and she's got a visible vapor coming, from, coming her, from her, yeah. from her crotch area, yeah. just leave her alone. Now, and that's, I mean, that goes for men as well, for you ladies <laughs> yeah, out there, yeah, for you yeah. ladies out there. If you got the crotch cheese as a man and it's coming, you see, when you're looking ladies at them and you did. can't really, it looks Swipe like right. a black top, black top in the summertime. <laughs> right. It's like, no, leave that alone. But uh, he would become lethargic and he would belch noisily. 
and his jaws will make swallowing motions. Oh my God! And one of the it's reasons quite the charmers. Like. <laughs> one of the reasons, yeah, this is probably shit he did not put on his Tinder account. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, he suffered from chronic diarrhea, which left him constantly de- dehydrated, which will probably account for the vaporous thing rising that may from be, him. May well be because I don't know. Did they have toilet paper back there, Timmy? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what they used. But despite his large intake, he did not appear to either vomit or gain weight. Aside from his eating habits, his contemporary saw no apparent signs of mental illness. <laughs> How the fuck do you not? <laughs> this motherfucker's eating a live goat. How do you not see signs of mental illness? Or neither did they witness unusual behavior in him. Now, these are the kind of friends, Timmy, that I want to have. Because you could do anything in the fucking world. Everything, There's no intervention going on exactly. there, apparently. When I go home... Everything I do is considered unusual behavior. <laughs> this motherfucker's eating frogs with flies on it, and they're like, oh, that's cool. There's, ain't nothing wrong with that. So, uh, but other than his apparently apathetic temperament, he had a calm demeanor, so that's where they figured he was right. fucked up. He was laid back. Yeah, he was a laid back guy. <laughs> Good chill. If Terrar's ordinary appearance was unusual, the sight of him eating was considered downright unsettling. <laughs> He would assume a frenzied appearance. See, you don't want, you you may want, his first dates probably best start with coffee. You know, I'm wondering if this motherfucker wasn't a werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) Because here we go. His ordinary appearance, if it was unusual, the sight of him eating was downright unsettling to me. He would assume a frenzied appearance. His sweating would increase and his cheeks and eyes became vivid red. Now that sounds like a goddamn werewolf to me. I think. Terrer was the first werewolf. He and was he, in, was he in Paris? He was in France. Yeah. Paris, yeah. Mer- he, was a, he was a French werewolf in France. He was quick and active when Most hungry. French werewolves are in France. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's the American werewolves that I travel. Got you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> well, he was quick and active when hungry, which would immediately, which included immediately after eating a normal-sized meal. However... Once he had gorged himself, he would be overcome by the desire to sleep or else fall into a soft trance in which he just stared ahead, belching and swallowing. <laughs> now, well, I mean, let's you know, go that's back. not unusual. You want to take a nap after you gorged yourself. Let's I'm just, sure a lot of our listeners are probably doing that this holiday. Let's go back to his friends not noticing any unusual behavior in <laughs> okay. him. Okay. He would snatch birds from the trees to eat them. <laughs> you have and, to be quick, man. <laughs> and he could vomit up indigestible hair and fur, much like the pellets of an owl. Now, his friends didn't see that that was peculiar behavior. Well, he spit, he spit out the hair and fur. <laughs> if this motherfucker was a carny, if he was in the freak show at the carnival, Timmy... All the other geeks would be like, God damn, that motherfucker's weird. He's disgusting, yeah. bastard. <laughs> yeah. But his friends, yeah, that's the kind of friends I want to have. Under the observation of an astonished doctor, he once grabbed a cat that strayed too close, tore open its stomach with his Ugh. teeth, drank its blood, Ugh. spontaneously ejaculated. No, he did not. Oh, that was the other guy, that wasn't was the other it? Guy. I'm sorry. He then consumed the remainder of the corpse regurgitating the fur later. Now, you know that fur, that's got to get stuck in your throat. You get those hairballs and shit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hairballs. 
That's why it's important. Again, women, <laughs> hygiene down there is important. Because otherwise you get a big, big hairball you got to cough up later. If you're going to do the 70 porn thing, men ain't going to go down there. I'm no. just, this, is, no, a, this no. is a more you know moment. It really is. We probably shouldn't be talking about it with a female in the room to tell us how, um, how poorly we're behaving. No, but, but I think we know. No one likes anatomy. the 70s bush. No one. No, it gets tickles your nose. It gets all pokes you in the eye. And then later on, you, you're. Dude, I went out once with this Chinese lady, and she had the 70s bush. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but at least it was a soft, fine. <laughs> I mean, she was beautiful. She's nice and everything. But, you know, I guess it's a, you know, 70s bush is still popular in China. Oh, yeah? I guess. Well, razors are what razors are expensive. Uh, I don't know. We've offended the Chinese enough. This yeah, episode, so yeah. I guess we should move on. Three billion of those people who went. Not, <laughs> yeah, not there's, but there's you know three what? billion listeners that I'm, we're losing. I'm pretty sure the government ain't letting our podcast in anyway. Probably not, and that's probably a good thing. But uh, but cats became his favorite meal when other food wasn't available. He was recorded as having eaten 174 cats in a year. Who keeps track of that shit? I mean, did well, he, have he a probably notebook? he probably had an app. Yeah, yeah. I mean, My Fitness Pal. Yeah, yeah. Well, cats got a lot of protein. Well, in. they got a lot of calories too. Yeah, depending how how large they are. He disliked vegetables, okay. but he would eat. Four <laughs> but he'd eat cat. No problem. But, don't give him a pear, or don't yeah. give him. Don't give him uh, green beans. But oh, that, is that broccoli? <laughs> oh, but give me the cat, please. I'll take that cat right over there. Give me the Persian cat. Over there. <laughs> I know they come to. Could you imagine going out to eat with this some bitch? I mean, he'd be sitting in one of those outside cafes. Uh, poor motherfucker walking his dog down the street. Ooh, that looks delicious. Torres like I'll, I'll have that, that, please. <laughs> Just yank him off the leash and tear into him. Telling you the motherfucker was a werewolf. But anyway, he he would he would just be disgusted by broccoli. Uh-huh. But he we would eat four to five pounds of grass each day. Well, that's cheap. I mean, you well, know. grass is cheap. Well, probably you, you could probably like mow someone's lawn for free. Yeah. You know, you could probably, probably get paid for it. I mean, that'd be a good. De- that's a sweet deal. And pity the fucking cow that was grazing in that field is, with him. Is grass uh, satisfying? I mean, I've never eaten grass. I don't know, but you know what? I'd hire that son of a bitch to take care of my front yard <laughs> just once a week. Tartar. <laughs> That's what we should just. He's tartar from now on. Right. Timmy. Tartar. As his appetite grew, <clears throat> he increasingly preyed on small animals in this way. Until his arrival in the neighborhood, he would be preceded by <laughs> a rush of stray dogs that had learned to flee his ass in terror. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, um, you know. They say that uh, you can tell when there's going to be a storm, how animals, yeah. like my cat goes crazy. They knew when Tartar was in the air. <laughs> that hair all got raised up and shit. <laughs> like, eh. and Rudy would be like, I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you know, we got a coyote on our street. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, we just got a warning the other day that there's a coyote the on the street. Is it- <laughs> I don't know, fucking Wiley Coyote. I was gonna say, on. does he like have like an acne <laughs> T-shirt or something? No, they've they've what they've done is they built so many subdivisions out and uh, it's encroaching and on like there. Uh, it's uh, driven them further into yeah. the city. And uh, well, you need a roadrunner there so that he has something to do. 
I got I got a shotgun, Timmy. Oh, you Fucking coyote show up. Raccoons you, think they got a rough. I might have a big no, ass coyote you, pulled up. You on need my to get you set your trap. You you go to acme.com. <laughs> yeah, get me No, you know what I'm gonna do? Get Jimmy? a big boulder at the I'm edge of gonna, you know what I'm <laughs> edge do? of a cliff. I'm just gonna paint a tunnel on the side of my house and let the coyote <laughs> run into it. There you go. <laughs> so. That'll work. So as his appetite grew, he he did increase his prey on small animals. Until his arrival in the neighborhood, he would be preceded as the dogs learned to run away. Now, Dr. Baron Percy, a noted surgeon who had become his principal doctor and biographer, regarded him with a mix of horror and pity. <laughs> Much like the rest of the world that views sounds us, like, uh, I was going to say, that sounds like a lot of how a lot of my dates feel about me. Yeah, exactly. So, horror, horror and pity. He said, horror, pity, and cash. I mean, that's, All right. Let a person imagine that all domestic and wild animals, this is what his doctor said. Okay. Let a person imagine that all domestic and wild animals, the most filthy and ravenous, are capable of devouring, and that they may form some idea of the appetites as well as of the wants of Tarare. And that didn't make a goddamn bit of sense. Basically, he's saying that Tarare eat anything. (laughs) Yeah, what motherfucker that's just not saying, nailed down. This son of a bitch, if he can catch it, he's gonna eat it. Why? I'm, see, that's why people. How would like you like to have people. him over for Thanksgiving? Yeah, I would. Motherfucker, you have to. Wait, have you to know, clean up. Somebody finally eat that fucking cranberry shit that Renee makes every year that nobody even touches. Fruitcake would be gone. Yeah, the fruitcake would be gone. Yeah, it's like you want dark meat or white motherfucker. You ate all the meat. What? There ain't no meat left. God damn, you didn't even leave the dog a bone. Dog? There's a dog? There's a dog here? Not anymore. That motherfucker went somewhere else for Thanksgiving when he heard you was coming. Now, the cause of his behavior is not known. He was studied by many noted physicians at the time, and despite eating vast amounts of food, it was noted that by doctors studying him that he never vomited, other than when large amounts of... when fed large amounts of roasted or boiled meat. Well, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that will do it. <clears throat> he showed no outward signs of ill health, and doctors observing him noticed that his eyes was lively and his tongue clean, Timmy. Well, anyway. It's the only clean thing on this, son bitch. His pulse was <laughs> I, know, I like a lady with lively eyes and a clean tongue, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't want the vapor coming up off their body, Timmy. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and, and I don't want the bitch to eat my cat. Well, if she ate McGee, that'd be okay, but leave Lily alone. I like that cat. His pulse was regular at around 84 beats a minute. That's, yeah, it's, it's, that's not bad. That seems kind of high to me, Oh, shit. That's my, my answer of mine. mine is, is it? Like, yeah. yeah. Always like that. 84? Mm-hmm. Always. Mine's, mine's almost always at like 61, 62. That's good. That's like an athlete. But so, mine's always been. I mean, even like when I was a teenager, it ran that high. I, you see, it, now you say it's like an athlete. I just assume my heart's failing to me. <laughs> well, it could be that, too. <clears throat> it could be that, yeah. It, it could be like an athlete this, whose heart is failing. Whose heart is failing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. His muscles were normally formed, but observed by doctors to be weaker than usual, although during his time in the Army, he marched 25 miles a day with no ill effects. All right. That's because he was going 100 yards a time after a squirrel, but... <laughs> I bet the army was happy to get him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been hard that up for recruits. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. He just, he'd charge over that front line and eat five Germans. Nothing like a, um, <clears throat> yeah, nothing like a... Prussian on the side, a little Prussian. Yeah, little, would you, yeah, would you like Russian dressing on that? <laughs> no, I just want the Russian, please. Um, now, there were other documented cases of similar behavior from this period, and all of these people's friends thought they was really fucked up, but not his. <laughs> but none of the subjects other than Tartar were studied. There have been no modern documented cases resembling Tarar. It should be noted that hyperthyroidism can induce an extreme appetite, rapid weight loss, profuse sweating, heat intolerance, and fine hair. Yeah, so that sounds like kind of his symptoms anyway. That sounds like me without the rapid weight loss. To the extreme. Yeah, but remember he only weighed like 100 pounds. Yeah. Now in 1788, with the French Revolution full in swing, Terrer decided to leave the streets of Paris and join the army. He was caught up in the spirit of the revolution, Timmy, plus an army would provide him with a steady meal. <laughs> That's important. However, measly, however, these measly rations were not enough to satisfy his appetite. You know none of his, his oh, no, army man. buddies wanted to no, sleep around him. MREs probably just didn't do it for him. <laughs> they did not do it. They say our army travels on its stomach, Timmy. Mm-hmm. Now, soon he was carrying out tasks for other soldiers in exchange for a share of their rations. Oh, smart. Later, he would get more depraved and would, how in the fuck could this son of a bitch, aside from eating humans, get more depraved? We'll read on. He would, well, apparently he could, Jimmy, yes. He would scavenge on the dung heap, garbage bins, and gutters for food. He was, yeah, he, he was first picking of all, the never- corn out of turds, Timmy. For fuck's Never. sake. First of all, I hate even the thought of a dung heap. <laughs> I know. But yeah. that's the last place I'm going to look for a meal. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker was eating grass before, and now he's just going through the shit pile to see what he can find. <laughs> so, now, Terrell shocked his new comrades with these unusual eating habits and his <laughs> he voracious. Did. He finally got a group of friends that was like, no, nah, this is fucked up. 
<laughs> you can't be doing this shit around here. He eventually was granted double rations. Using his pay to buy additional food whenever possible, he nonetheless suffered from extreme hunger. Terrar preferred raw meat to cook. Of course he did. Um, while his favorite dish was raw bullock's liver. What the fuck? I'm afraid to even look that up. Um, he would eat any available, much like Liberace, he would eat any available meat, Timmy. Okay. Liberace is dead, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, we won't get sued. Okay, we won't get sued for that. I, met, I, I didn't meet him, but I ran into him once. Did he? Yeah, it was on Fountain Square in Cincinnati. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Cincinnati is a home of uh, Kimball Pianos, mm-hmm. and he was in town for their 100th anniversary. And I'm walking. I'm walking on Fountain Square, and uh, th- th- there's this big limo parked in front of the square, and the door opens up, and I'm walking by. <laughs> fucking Liberace gets out. <laughs> I'm like, what the? F-? And it was. Remember that? You know, they made that movie about him and his yeah. boy toy. Oh yeah. It, it, yeah. it was his driver. He was there too. His Scott something. Mm. Mm-hmm. His boy toy. Yeah. yeah. He opened the door for him and stuff. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was strange. <laughs> It's like in the 80s or something. That's back in his handsome period. No, no, no. This was close to when, close to when he died, I think. But <laughs> it's just weird. It's like my first day in Cincinnati. I'm walking down the street. <laughs> and I'm going to you, you think you're in like New York City. <laughs> yeah. You finally made it big. Oh, Liberace. It's like fucking him. Green Acres, and all of a sudden you're saying Liberace. Because <laughs> exactly. I imagine Liberace didn't come down to your neck of the woods. No, he didn't often. get to Portsmouth too often, but he was all decked out. I mean, he had his sequence and all that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was he, always he decked out. He was styling, out. yeah. Now, while in service on board the friendship Hoche, a sailor's leg was shot. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> fuck no. We're not going to go here. Oh, no. Okay, so this poor son of a bitch, the sailor gets his leg shot off by cannon fire, and Tarrer grabs the severed limb and begins to gnaw on it <laughs> until a crew member wrestled it from him and threw it into the sea. Well, that's a waste. Well, it does seem like it. I mean, you know, the fish are going to eat it now. <laughs> well, it's, I, I, th- I believe it was just probably a little unsettling to the people around him. You know? yeah, he finally ran into a group of friends and said, This no, is inappropriate this behavior. Is, yeah, I know. It's, it's, oh, oh. He was probably pissed at the guy that threw the leg in the ocean, yeah. though. And it was probably a big chubby leg. Had a lot of nice, nicely marbled thighs. But it doesn't say whether the guy was killed. I mean, it might have been the guy. The guy might have still been alive. Yeah, and it, I think this is back before they could reattach it, and he was going <laughs> to end up with a peg leg anyway. But, um, but anyway, it was observed after going to bed. Generally, at about eight o'clock, he would begin to sweat profusely. Mm-hmm. Um, now nobody knows what was really going on under the covers there, so he might have been just <laughs> rubbing one out. You know? Rubbing one out, thinking about a nice juicy marbled thigh. <laughs> or, <laughs> or a Siamese cat. Or Siamese. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was thinking about eating some pussy, Timmy. <laughs> Maybe. He got all excited. But, uh, so anyway, he's a, he's a, he's a sweaty guy. Yeah, he had this weird guy. sleeping habit. After one hour, one or two hours of lying awake and perspiring, he would fall asleep before waking at around one o'clock and being extremely hungry regardless of what he'd eaten before going to bed. At this time, he would eat anything available, and if no food was available, he would smoke tobacco. I'm su- surprised he didn't eat that shit. 
That seems like it doesn't seem as satisfying. No, no, seriously, though. How'd you like to be this motherfucker's cabin mate? You don't watch him gnaw <laughs> on somebody's goddamn leg. You wouldn't you know, want to. You wouldn't be afraid to go to sleep. Well, you know he would. No, <laughs> you know I'd he's rather, gonna wake up. I'd rather be in prison with the with the biggest meanest predator that you could ever. Because at least they're gonna let you live in the morning. You know, <laughs> right? You might be a little sore, but yeah. So at this time, when he woke up, he did anything available. So that's why you had to sleep with one eye open around this some bitch. At around 2 a.m., he would go back to sleep and wake again between 5 and 6, sweating again, hungry again. Well, that had but to be the miserable, would... though. He didn't get much rest if you're... The he sweating... was, like, always hungry, I guess. Yeah, the sweating would stop and it would start again whenever he would start to eat, Timmy. Ugh. Okay, so this guy's a mess. Now, suffering from extreme... <laughs> no, Timmy, I'm a mess. All right? I will say I'm a mess. This guy... Is a complete. You know what? I will go to our page, and you will find some people who are a mess, <laughs> right? And we okay. love the people on the page on our Facebook group page, right? But History anybody listening, if you have ever grabbed the shot off limb of one of your comrades <laughs> and started gnawing on it, please let us know so we can give you a special shout out and the recognition you deserve for being the most fucked up person we have ever met. Now, um, all these late nights, Colonel, um, you know, because he wouldn't sleep very well, he was suffering from extreme exhaustion, and he was finally admitted to the military hospital. As a result, the military quadrupled his rations, but even that would not satisfy him. He scavenged for scraps of other patients' rations and even stole specimens from the hospital's lab to eat. We know what kind of specimens they'd have, but I'm guessing urine and I don't know. I don't know. The surgeons could not get their head around his appetite and decided to conduct experiments. And they called in a specialist, a Dr. Curvell, and two specialists actually, Dr. Curvell and Baron Percy. Uh, they were the sur- uh, Percy was the surgeon in chief of the hospital. Their I first, don't trust anybody named Percy. Well, I, you know, he had to take what he could get. The first experiment was to allow him access to the meal of 15 laborers just outside the hospital gate. So they're going to let him eat as much as he can. They're just experimenting here, right? Now you got 15 hungry, pissed-off laborers. <laughs> Not getting a lot of work done. Yeah. Terrer ate the entire meal of two large meat pies— Plates of grease and salt. This back before Lipitor, too. <laughs> does uh, does uh, Rene cook uh, uh, plates of grease and salt? Does he uh, serve it like this? I don't want to talk about the Mrs. Colonel's cooking because <laughs> sometimes what she makes ends up being just a plate of grease and salt. But we just eat it and go on. He drank four, four gallons of mir- milk in one setting. And then immediately fell asleep. So that was enough to kind of... Uh, to soothe the savage yeah. beast, Timmy. But uh, as we said, he had a dark... He took a... His, uh, uh, sex, his experiments took a darker turn when he was presented with live animals. Um, at one point, they presented him with a live cat. He tore open the cat's abdomen with his teeth and drank the cat's blood before eating the entire cat, not including the bones. So he left the bones, Colonel. Oh, yeah. Soon after, he would vomit up the fur and the skin. Following this experiment, 
he was offered a wide range of live animals. They're just having fun now. Yeah, now <laughs> the doctors. Now are just, they're just fucking with. <laughs> yeah. You know what they? You know what these doctors are doing? They're like getting all the other doctors in, like, hey, check this out. And then they exactly. got pets going on on the side. Like, think I'll eat this? Think, so, you know what would have been fun uh-huh. to see this motherfucker run across a porcupine <laughs> or a well, honey badger? Well, they gave him his favorite snake. You know, we said he was mm-hmm. his favorite. He would eat it lot. He would eat snakes live. Lizards, eels, and puppies, Colonel. Oh, pu- puppy eating motherfucker. Now, see, we've covered some nasty ass people in our show, Timmy. We have. I mean, Ted Bundy, every. Yeah. But this motherfucker. We ain't haven't puppies. covered Ted Bundy, actually. But huh? We didn't do Dumb- no, Ted Jeff- Bundy. No, Jeff- Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. Okay, Dahmer. Dahmer. But none of them, not a, not near a single one, Timmy, ain't was a, puppy. a fucking puppy eating motherfucker. <laughs> All right? This, now, guy this guy is, is a puppy motherfucker. He's a puppy motherfucker, and he should be he should be punished justly. That should for have been that. the title of this episode: <laughs> you know, the puppy eating motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, uh, he would eat uh, he would eat all of these animals that the uh, doctors would put in front of him. Eventually, it was decided that um, his appetite colonel could have military applications. Well, I don't know why they didn't see this in the beginning. Just go see that see that machine gun nest over there. Go eat that motherfucker. <laughs> <But> no, <laughs> it was a little before machine guns, I think. But they thought <laughs> okay. he could carry messages. Uh, he could eat messages and carry them across enemy lines. What do you mm. think about that? Yeah, but then you got to wait for him to shit him. Well, out. yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's exactly what he did. What uh, the uh, so one of his commanding officers told <laughs> Tarer to uh, that uh, to swallow papers of key strategic importance, and he should take them to uh, you know he should take across um, the per- they were in, they were in war Germany at this point. Take them across Prussian uh, lines uh, and deliver them to their troops that were cut off uh, by the Prussians. Uh, they put it in a wooden box with a message, and then he ate it. Ate it, <laughs> and the plan was for him to take it over to you know to uh, comrades on the other side of the line, present himself as a um, German peasant, so he could get through enemy lines, and then. Um, you know, then he'll pass this wooden box, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how you pass a wooden box. Uh, and the message would still be legible, and that's how they could. Oh, uh, man. That's kind of kind of smart thinking there. That was, yeah, unless you were him. He was asked to repeat this feat in front of the assembled gen- generals of the Rhine army, and as a reward for, you know, they, they tested this, and as a reward, he was giving... 14 uh, kilograms of raw bull lung, which he ate in front of the generals. You ever had raw bull lung? <laughs> I don't think I have, but I'm often not sure what I'm eating when I'm at home. Thanksgiving today. is not till tomorrow. I know one thing for sure. I ain't never ain't no goddamn puppy. All right. So on his first mission, he was sent uh, to deliver a message to a French officer held captive. Uh, across the <laughs> lines, he dressed as a German uh, peasant. And went behind enemy lines. However, nobody had thought to <laughs> the fact that Tarer could not speak German. Nine! <laughs> Nine. <laughs> the Prussians uh, stopped him, questioned him, and when he could not speak German, they discovered that he was a spy. Oh, the poor, the poor puppy-eating bastard. So um, they, uh, they strip-searched him. They whipped him. Uh, but he did not turn over his cargo. 
Um, but a day after being beaten uh, by intelligence officers, he finally confessed to being a spy. The Prussians tied him to a uh, tied him and waited for his digestive system to deliver the goods. When it complied, however, they were enraged to discover that uh, the message inside the box they believed was not a crucial military intelligence. What had happened? <laughs> it was a knock knock joke, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> what happened is they were the French were just testing this yeah, theory. This they didn't really put a an important message in there. Uh, yeah, it was just something some a benign message. Uh, and the guard, the Prussians guards were sh- uh, were you know upset about this, so they beat him. <laughs> they beat him brutally and subjected him to a mock execution. Finally, letting him go, go. Uh, but um, they were, but before they they let him go, they were shocked at his appetite. They put him on double rations, which were, of course, insufficient, <laughs> and they increased his rations until eventually he was granted rations of ten men each day. Uh, rations at that point, prisoners of war in that period, the uh, were fed by. Their home country. So no, I don't know it how, was a more civilized. I don't know how that coming. worked, but the home country would, you know. So the <laughs> French were still on; they were still on the hook for his eating, I guess. Now, while a prisoner, while a prisoner war, uh, Tari remained hungry, and was recorded as having eaten the prison cat and oh. at least twenty rats, which had strayed into his cell. Well, he had to eat the cat or the rats wouldn't come in. He also ate medicines for other prisoners in the infirmary who refused to take them. Now, see, I can see you doing that. No. <laughs> no. He suffered what no What is it? I don't know. Here, let me have it. <laughs> he suffered no ill effects, though. It was also recorded that he would regularly eat uh, the prison's candles. Mm. And, it is, and it, uh, they gave him beer back then because the water was... Yeah. Uh, you Not know, really clean. It, it wasn't healthy. Yeah. Um, now, this motherfucker's eating eels. And... But when his ration of beer would run out, he would resort to drinking, you know, water, which was not very safe. Yeah. Eventually, uh, unable <laughs> to feed Terrell, <laughs> the Prussians released him back to the French. They said, okay, you know, fuck you've this. To, fuck see this you later. Bye. Go back. Here, You're shove free. this box right back in his ass and send him on his way. Uh, now, following this episode, Terrer went back to the military hospital and pleaded for Dr. Percy to help cure him of his appetite. Uh, Percy put him on a course of laudum, which failed. Um, he also, and you know, if opiate don't work, man, you've got, there's something serious wrong. Yeah. And that was some powerful shit back then. Oh, uh, Yeah. Percy would also try uh, also try tobacco pills. I don't know what that is. Wine vinegar and large quantities of soft-boiled eggs to lessen his appetite, but none of them seemed to work. He would sneak out of the hospital colonel to search for food outside the butcher shop and fought with stray dogs for scraps. Probably hmm. fought for the dogs as well. Yeah. Taking, you yeah, may, if you're a dog, if you might want to just you let got it go. a lot of balls going up against <laughs> us, son, bitch. Because once he gets done with the scraps, you better hope he ain't still hungry. Okay, so he's in a hospital here. Now it takes a darker turn, Colonel. <laughs> oh, here we go. 
His appetite led him to drink the blood of patients undergoing bloodletting. You know, bloodletting was a thing. When they put the leeches and shit on you, yeah. He was also caught several times in the hospital morgue. Jesus Christ. Trying to eat dead bodies. What the fuck? Uh, Several of the doctors complained that Tarare would be better off in a lunatic asylum. But uh, Dr. Percy defended his presence at the hospital. After a while at the hospital, Colonel, a 14-month-old child mysteriously disappeared. It was only a matter of time, Timmy. <laughs> I mean, who who did not see that coming, Timmy? <laughs> now, that doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't. If, now, if you're Terrere and, you, <laughs> yeah, and, and a 14-month-old child goes missing. Anything on two or four legs goes missing, they're going to point at you. <laughs> exactly. And it ain't even got to have legs. If a snake goes missing, they're yeah. looking at you. Now, Torrer, he's, he's immediately a suspect for eating the child. Now, Percy was unable or unwilling to defend him this time, and Torrer was booted out of the hospital. Now, we don't well, know... Well, better safe than sorry. Yeah, we don't know what happened to him in, in, this, in the period in between, but four years later in 1798, Percy was summoned by him to the Versailles Hospital. Okay. Torrer was gravely ill. He suspected due to Gordon Golden Fork that he had swallowed. <laughs> what the fuck is Golden Fork? Was it an actual Golden yes, Fork? Yes, a Golden Fork. Was a motherfucker in a museum and he just <laughs> swallowed the fork too? But he had swallowed two years previously that had gotten lodged. Percy diagnosed him with the consumption. Tuberculosis. And about a, a month after Percy was notified of his admittance, Terrar was struck with terrible diarrhea. Oh. oh, and soon died, Timmy. Oh. His corpse rotted extremely quickly. <laughs> to no one's dismay. Yeah. yeah, well, to no one's really big surprise. I mean, when motherfucker was already walking around half dead with the vapors coming off of him. So his body was dissected after his death. His gullet was found to be abnormally wide, much like that of Liberace. Um, so that when his jaw was open... The surgeons could see all the way into his stomach. Oh, it's like a snake. Yeah, his liver and gallbladder were also found to be abnormally large, much like my gallbladder, which they (laughs) yanked straight out of my body with a can opener. His entire body was found to be filled with pus, and his (laughs) stomach was enormous, filling most most of his abdominal cavity and covered in ulcers. That's pretty gross. Yeah, now his body, oddly enough, Timmy, Emitted a terrible odor. His pus-filled, swollen, vapor-throwing body had a terrible odor, which surprised no one. According to the London Medical and Physical Journal, the stench of his body was so unsupportable that M. Tessier, chief surgeon of the hospital, could not carry his investigation to any further extent. He's like, fuck it, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. (laughs) Motherfucker dead. And then Terrar jumped from the examining table, <laughs> took a big chunk out of no, Okay, that didn't happen. But that's what you expected from this motherfucker, because I believe he was a zombie all along. Now, the cause of his extreme gluttony has never been diagnosed. <clears throat> According to experts, no case resembling his has ever been published in modern medicine. And while the reports of his eating habits are difficult to believe, they were recorded by some of the foremost medical authorities at this time. So don't question our credentials and exactly. our research. We ain't bullshitting you here. This really happened. Yes. This is a God's honest truth. Yes. Motherfucker ate puppies. Yes. 
Puppy. So, puppy, puppy eating motherfucker. Puppy eating motherfucker. So, uh, so we got proof of this shit is what yeah, we're yeah, saying. Yeah. We ain't making it's, this it's shit well up. It's well documented. Yeah. Yes. Although there remains no clear answer to his condition, medical experts believe that it was a result of a damaged part of the brain which caused polypiagia, which, which is? means excessive hunger, Timmy. Yeah. Oh. So, Colonel, what's, what are your final thoughts on, on, of the insatiable Tarare? Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to have the three boys at the house here, and <laughs> those motherfuckers, they, now the, uh, they don't eat the dog. Right. You know, I got to give them credit for that. They've, since they've been they little kids, restraint. we've had two cats, right. we've had a dog. They've not eaten any of those. Okay. We even had, actually, rabbits for uh-huh. a short period of time. Um, until we found out that the fucking pet store, we had those little Scottish dwarf rabbits. Yeah. They're like, oh, don't worry about it. They're two females. They'll get along fine. And <laughs> I built this fucking rabbit condo, Timmy, for uh-huh. my garage. It's two floors. Had chicken uh-huh. I mean, they could play all over. These motherfuckers will fight all night, Timmy. Oh, They'd right. fight like cats and dogs. So I had to finally separate them. Then one day, Logan walks down to feed the rabbits, and he's like, hey, uh, I don't know what's going on here, but it looks like Lucy's having babies. It was a male and a female. They weren't fighting. Those rabbits were fucking all night. I thought the rabbits rabbits. they were fucking like rabbits. I thought it was I thought they was keeping me up fighting. They was keeping me up fucking, Timmy. (laughs) Well somehow that's better. If I would have had Torrer there, he would have ate through the wire and ate the rabbits. He would he would have. Yeah. I I you know, there's a lot of things that we've covered, Timmy. Right. A lot of things. Yeah, we Albert Fish. Albert Fish, uh-huh. but you draw the line at eating a fucking puppy, Timmy. <laughs> puppy eating motherfucker. Puppy eating motherfucker. I mean, you just come right up. It's like, here, boy, here, boy, here, boy, here, boy. What kind of fucking savage does this? Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of... It's, so, so far, this is... Uh, of all the episodes we've done, this is guy that discusses you more than any. More than any. More than Carl Panzeran. If you know Panzeram, at least the, uh, this guy acted like these. Mo- everybody knew Panzeram was fucked up. Well, he got raped by hobos. <laughs> he did. This guy didn't get raped by no hobos. <laughs> he didn't get raped by no cats. He right. didn't get raped by no puppies. Right. You know, Carl Panzeram got raped by hobos. It affected him. Uh-huh. He lived the rest of his life trying to get even with these hobos. Uh-huh. What a fucking puppy ever do to this motherfucker? <laughs> he's ha- he's having Tarare is having puppy tartar. <laughs> I just can't get on board with that, Timmy. <laughs> I understand, Colonel. We would like to thank all of you. We want to wish Happy Thanksgiving to all of you, especially those who are on our Facebook uh, group. Um, we thank you for making uh, every day fun. It, you, know, you can always go on that Facebook page, Colonel, and there's always something to laugh about. And there's just wonderful people there. So we'd like to wish all of them a very happy Thanksgiving, as well as all of our listeners. Yes. And we want to say we are very thankful for our Patreon supporters who allow us to keep the show on the air. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you would like to be a Patreon supporter, you can go to patreon.com slash history dweebs where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or... Or just a wee little bit to me. Everything helps. And we hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And, Colonel, you got some shout-outs for our uh, Patreon For our supporters. Patreon sponsors. And this week we'll put up a link for Patreon and make it a little bit easier for you if you like what we're doing. And it's you can give us a dollar a month. That's just fine with me. That'd be perfect. So, 
Uh, you know, we'd like to thank the Patreon supporters, and we'd like to start with two really of our longest time listeners and maybe our first patreon supporters timmy were alicia and chip they were yes thank you alicia and so, chip it was you. great you know it was really fun meeting them here during it the was Con. it was i didn't get to spend much time with them or talk they're to them, a very neat couple and i uh, hope to get to see them again at uh crime con in may yeah now jim moyer yes, tommy jim. lane mm-hmm. um jason of course dykes jim seabright james seabright lovely aaron fowler nene of course um, you got our Nebraskan girl out there, Shelly Garrett, um, Bridget Clavey, uh, Brandy McBride, Bridget Bernard, Jennifer Svoda, Maggie Glover. Hey, Maggie. Lovely Maggie Glover. Yes. Stacy. Talented Maggie Glover. Oh, she is incredibly talented. Marsha Boris, out prosecuting the bad puppy eating motherfuckers out there. <laughs> Marsha, you take care of business out there. Stacy also. Christine Howell, the lovely Jody Wells, Daniel Sweet, and Amber Sweet. We got them. Well, we got them double teaming us there. They're twice as sweet. They're twice as sweet. They're too much, but uh, don't let this motherfucker get by you. Because I don't know if he had a sweet tooth or not. I don't know. I sounds think like he, he did anything. It, well, except he didn't like vegetables. Yeah, Cheryl Cher Weldon, Amber even, Anderson, even Tare would not eat fucking broccoli. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he, him and George Bush. <laughs> Um, now, our lovely friends from They Walk Among Us, Ben and Roseanne. Happy Thanksgiving. Although I got, a bone, to, they, I got they, a bone to pick with them, Timmy. I got a ben big and Roseanne, bone to pick. Yes, I do. Can you do. They don't have Thanksgiving, I don't think, in England, or it's not at the same time. But Oh, don't they? But we're very thankful, we're thankful for their friendship. We're thankful for them, yes, except, again, I got a bone to pick with them. Okay, what's your, what's your gripe? I bought a uh, uh, They Walk Among Us shirt, Timmy. Oh, my God, I have one, too. I need to take a picture of it. Yeah. yeah. I got one. Do you look anything like Ben? No. No, neither do I. Yeah. I believe it's deceitful advertising, Timmy. Were you thinking you were going to look like Ben? I thought I might look like Ben. Yeah, I look like an old middle-aged man, portly middle-aged man. <laughs> I the day like, walk among his I teacher. Like, <laughs> I like, I, yeah. I, I, my, my T-shirt should say, they walk among us not for long. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, we, we love Roseanne and Ben. So. Yeah, they're very supportive to the show. Um, Laura Violet, uh, Michael Deo, Kelly. Um, Kelly Shred, Karen Widener, Kelly, 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 Kelly Jones. The lovely Kelly Jones. You know, Kelly Jones is the funniest motherfucker I ever met. She is funny. Yes. I mean, she's the funniest Not person. Sure, I would call her motherfucker, but she's <laughs> okay. Funny. Uh, you know, I'm just on a roll because of puppy eating motherfucker. I know. Okay, I know. so Kelly Jones is the funniest ginger I ever met. Lovely lady. Uh, Joseph Kern, Lauren Meredith, Jessica Greenope, Mike from Pleasing Terrors. Sarah Bloom, of course, my girl Sarah. Amber Croup. Um, Sarah. Um, we, you know, Sarah is very active on her page, uh, Facebook page. And Sarah, I really appreciate all you do. Oh, yeah. And, of course, the lovely Amber, who um, we hope to get to see sometime, hopefully at CrimeCon next year. Yeah. Mistress Vader. Uh, we got Ron. We got a Mistress Vader on there. I know. I like that. I know. That's we got Diane awesome. from Now American History Podcast. Or, I'm uh, sorry. No, no, no. History goes <clears throat> Joe. Oh, Joe Hopkins from uh, Now American Now American History. History Podcast. I'm getting my history podcast And Diane here. Student from History Goes Bump. From History Goes Bump. We got Rebecca Omelette. Yes. Cheryl, of course. Catherine Cock Garage Richardson. You know, Brandy seems to like to say that. I know. She, Brandy's a dirty, dirty woman <laughs> to me. Fiona Crisp, Laura O'Reilly. 
I love I you know like why I like more. Fiona. Fiona, we were talking about oh, yeah. the best concerts the other day. Uh huh. Fiona put Springsteen. Really? Yeah. Did she see him in uh, Malaysia? I do not know where she saw him, but if she, she said, and then she lived in Malaysia. <clears throat> she lives somewhere across the world, but she's a traveler. You never know where she's going to end up. Oh, Donna yeah. Curran. Um, of course, we got John and Sue Story, Christine Bourgeois. Yes. Maja. Anon. I really like Anon. He's but, a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. But you know what? I put a long rambling ass post up yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then Anon jumps in and says, condenses my whole post down to like three sentences. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, that's what I tried to say, except you used like 2,000 less words than I did, Anon. He's a very smart guy. He is a smart guy. <clears throat> Kimberly Cameron, of course. We said history goes bump. Elise, Amber Trevino, Annette Petray, Lise, Amber Scoville, Jahara. I want to thank Elise because um, this is her first Thanksgiving with her son. Oh, great. Fantastic. So, Elise, we're thinking down of you down there in the Ozarks. Yeah, we, uh, Marquia Smith and Dr. Jeff and the lovely Don Chestnut. Chestnut yes. and their podcast, um, uh, Jeff's Poetry. Uh, uh, Jeff, poems by Jeff, I think. Poems and by then, Jeff. Uh, but I, I love their uh, Backroads yeah. history. Backroads, yeah. They did. He did an episode on the Reagan assassination, which is really good. I would suggest anyone who likes history, check it out. It's Backroads to History Jeff, with Jeff and Don Chestnut. I said, I said he, they did it, and they both, they, they both do a great job. Well, I believe, you know, Jeff's a pretty smart guy, but I believe Don's his brains. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> Andrew Hap, Karen, the lovely Karen Barnes, um, who is my favorite. Rachel Flynn, Holly Woodward, Shirley, Squirrely Shirley. Strap, Todd Long, Lydia Fisher. Now, see, Shirley Strap, they've already had Thanksgiving in Canada. I know. Quit trying to double dip, Shirley. <laughs> God, you already got your damn be, and, you know, she free college and socialized be medicine at up there. if he ate squirrels. Oh, damn right he would. <laughs> it's hard to catch a squirrel, though. I had my, I seen my cat one time. I seen him in the front yard just in his hunting mode. Uh-huh. And, I mean, he was all over this squirrel, Timmy. He leaped on this squirrel for about a second and a half, and he realized he had just hit a fucking buzzsaw. <laughs> and this is, a, this is a cat, Timmy, that has brought possums to my porch uh, uh-huh. he's caught bats he's killed snakes he's killed rabbits he hit this squirrel to me he didn't want no part of this fucking squirrel <laughs> so he just Squirrel's he, gonna be tough. he jumped i've never seen a cat jump backwards before but he jumped backwards <laughs> so let's see where we leave off uh, todd long lydia our, our buddy todd long yep lydia fisher tyrone phyllis munson melissa melissa montoya you killed my father prepared to die <laughs> Hey, Melissa. Brittany Irvin, Jennifer Siemens. I haven't seen Jennifer, Jennifer or Cindy Lou or, in a while. Or Linda. Or Lindy. I hope they're doing well. Happy Thanksgiving yeah. to you. Kristen, Heather Poole, our friend from the Vanish podcast, Marissa. The lovely Marissa Jones. Lovely Marissa with just, you know, if you if you follow the Vanish page and you follow Marissa, Marissa had a baby not too long ago. Cutest little boy you ever seen. Yes. I mean, just as cute as you're ever going to find. Zachary. Um, can, uh, Christy, Christy from Canadian True Crime, Christ, who Christy Lee, single-handedly, Timmy, mm-hmm. turned Canada into turned them from foe to friend for me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I am very pro-Canada now. 
Well, you well, I I think before you didn't realize they had serial killers up there, and uh, yeah. now now that you're informed that they have some sickos up there, you kind of like the country better. Well, I know actually, Christy's just a very attractive woman. She is. So she I just is. went with that. Attractive women, uh, you know, I tend to like podcasts with attractive women. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I like all. <clears throat> we got, of course, speaking of attractive women. Yes. Our friends over at Inside Charlie and Allie. The lovely Charlie and the lovely Allie. Allie from Australia. Charlie from Kansas City. And the, mm. one of the best podcasts out there, Insight. Tracy Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, Jess from Kiwi Crimes. Yes. And last, Timmy, but not least, and I should not even have to say his name to our listeners because he is loved dearly by every single listener. Yes. Rudy the Wonder Dog, Timmy. Rudy the Wonder Dog. Keep him away from Ty Ray. Rudy will fuck Ty Ray up, yeah, Timmy. Ty Ray is a tell you dog, what, puppy eating motherfucker. Yeah, Rudy ain't no puppy. He comes in, he come at Rudy like that. Uh-huh. That motherfucker gonna be Rudy be picking up his leg and eat gnawing on it, and Tarte be like, oh. We so. wanna also say happy Thanksgiving to our good friend um Jen. Um Wicks, Jim, Jim Wicks, Wicks yeah. Tennessee, the lovely Lady Beverly. Oh, yeah, lovely Lady Beverly. And, of course, of course, um, Dottie, happy Thanksgiving. Um, we really do the show just for you, or at least I do. I know Timmy tried to trip you and push you down the stairs That's all the time. True. But um, we hope you're healing up well, Dottie, and we hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and not just me, but every single person on the page. Really, if we had a popularity contest on that page, it'd be Dottie. Yeah, everyone has been very nice and uh, giving her well wishes. And uh, she's on the mend. She's feeling better, and she's getting there. It's yeah. going to take a little time because it's an injury. It's a little slow to heal. But happy Thanksgiving, Mom, and of course the lovely Nina Instead from Already Gone. Nina? Yes. Nina is one of the. Uh... Nina is just the greatest voice of podcasting. If you I ask me, to me. agree. I mean, she's although just, Ben is pretty good too. Well, yeah. If you, you have to divide them up into categories, okay. Um, but could you imagine if Ben and Nina did a podcast together, Timmy? It would be wonderful. Yeah, it'd be too much for. All us. right. So we like to thank all of you for listening, and we'll see you next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Good day. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.